Hello, everybody. My name is Danielle Clardy, and I am your host for the Conversation Series podcast, the podcast where we sit down with different people from different walks of life with different backgrounds, different careers and niches, and hear what inspires them and how they got started. And we're doing it all right here. So let's start the conversation. I am thrilled today to have Kristen King here with us today, and I'm going to let her just jump in and introduce herself and who she is. Awesome. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Danielle. Um, So my name is Kristen King, as you said. Um, I go by CK in the industry, and I own CK Creations, which is a one-stop design shop. So I specialize in small business branding, full-service wedding invitation design and calligraphy, art-based products, illustration, watercolor, and murals. So, and you're a fellow wolf pack. I am. I love Go Pack. I actually um, went to the NC State School of Design, um, and I uh, majored in design studies with a concentration in nonprofit studies. I always love to say when you're driving around NC State's campus, you always know which one is the design building because it's, it's so true it's absolutely yeah, everything else is great <laughs> but then you get to the design building and it's like marble and absolutely beautiful so I always it's so pretty I love to make that joke with everybody <laughs> and uh liaison which is uh, another building uh for design is another place that I spent most of my time as well and that's another really beautiful part of campus yeah. and it also backs up to the Court of Carolinas um which I always love and it's only a short walk away from uh PCJ so, yeah, city Java. Mm-hmm. The important, the important things on campus. The coffee. <laughs> While we're on the coffee, when I was doing my research on you, you are a collector of coffee mugs. I am, and I would like take you over there and show you. I've significantly reduced the number of coffee mugs since moving into the studio apartment. Yeah. Um, but like, I definitely probably still have some in storage, so I had to pick like my exact favorites to come with me to this. Um this that being set to this studio that being said I still have maybe 20 here (laughs) um but I have you have like 50 plus don't you yes (laughs) so I collect I collect mugs and I collect records and I've been doing that since college um but what I love about mugs specifically is it just like with design or fashion, it's always giving you like a new experience. I'm all about experiences. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what's my vibe today? Like, what am I feeling? Um, this one, it's funny because I was like, gonna actually change it out. It was like, but when I was getting ready, I was like, I'm gonna change it out to it a more um, like aesthetically pleasing yeah. one for like this, but I didn't have time. But this was my, this is as Hey Boo. I love um, it. Yeah, this is my, so I have uh, like two sets of like his and hers coffee mugs um for whenever Boothang comes over and um this is his but when I like use it whenever (laughs) he's not here because it makes me think of him so there you go go. um diving into CK CK creations when Mm -hmm. did you like what is your business story when did you open how did you come to being CK creations yes so there's actually two there's like two stories that I tell there's the long version um so the funny thing about like CK Creations and the name and everything is like I actually started it in high school and um I started it that's the long version and I'll tell that part of it really quickly um I started it in 
in high school um, with designing Sharpie shoes. So I was literally taking, like having like little design consultations with my friends in high school. And I sold like over 40 pairs of shoes at like $40 a pop. And I was like, just doing it for fun. And, but I had so much fun, like, you know, curating like specifically what they wanted um, with their shoes and their color scheme and, you know, their favorite things and all of that. I mean, maybe like a Harry Potter themed shoe. Like we did a lot of really fun stuff with it. And then when I got to college, um, not as many people wanted Sharpie shoes anymore. <laughs> it kind of, the, the fad died and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess, um, you know, I guess I'll figure something out like later, but I always kept designing, always kept drawing. I was in design school. So I was always like sketching and working on something. And I've, I've been an artist forever, always growing up. You know, my mom jokes like, that we would on a nine hour car ride to, we'd go visit, you know, our family in Kentucky and on a nine hour car ride, we'd be, um, you know, on our little magna doodles or working in our sketchbooks, yeah. me and my brother yeah. in the backseat. And that would be enough to keep us entertained for nine hours. And when I'd be working on um, schoolwork, um, what I would do when I would get off school would be draw. That'd be my favorite thing to do. It would be just to sketch to, you know, decompress and um, let out some of that creativity. Um, and so, and it's funny because I never thought that I could make money with design, um, with art in general. I always, you know, you always hear the term starving artist. Yeah. Um, and so basically I just kind of got it in my head. Well, that's not going to be me. Um, I, you know, really wasn't until I applied for design school, but I thought, oh, design, this is something, this is a way that you can design is a way that you can, um, make money with art. Um, and that's a really, you know, obviously that's important to me, but also, um, making art attainable for everyone is really important for me. So um, kind of bringing that highbrow um, down to the people, yeah. you know, um, and that was something that was really important. But so the second part of the story is that I started TK Creations with $800 in my bank account. And I, I really just went for it. I was interviewing. Um, I, was, I also uh, worked at the marketing department on NC State's campus. Okay. Um, and I was doing a lot of branding, which was really cool. I was, I learned the design programs, um, during mar that marketing experience. Um, I got to rebrand their social media. I got to do calligraphy signs for, uh, their events on campus. Um, the chalkboard signs. Yeah. And I got to do all these really fun, different themed events, uh, which now, like when I look back on it, all those things really, you know, led me to here because I got to cultivate all of my skills. And then I got to turn that inward and focus on CK creations as a brand. Right. Um, but I interviewed and I was applying for all these corporate jobs and I was getting all these closed doors. Nobody, you know, nobody, there was, they would actually, they would, they would interview me and they'd say, you know, Hey, we think you're really talented. Like we love this calligraphy that you're doing, but we just don't think that you have enough experience or that you're the right fit for our company. And right. now I take that as such a positive thing because it's true. Like I really don't fit into the mold of corporate at all. Um, I, you know, and with, with CK creations, I get to make my own schedule. Um, and that's really beneficial. Um, but I just took that as a blessing and I was like, you know what, like that's, I feel like that's someone telling me like the universe, God, whoever that I need to, um, focus on what it is that I truly want, which has always been to work for myself and to, um, kind of, you know, take this, take this forward, um, you know, and it wasn't something back then, you know, actually like my friends in design school kind of almost laughed at me and they were almost like, like when I told them when I was in design school, I was like, yeah, I actually just like 
I'm doing that. I'm doing design because I love it and I want to learn more, but I truly believe that I'm supposed to like work for myself and I'm supposed to like, you know, work for myself, like raise a family. Like I want it to integrate into my life, not the other way around. Um, and it's just so funny how far, like looking back, like how far it's taken me and just that simple idea that I wanted to be out on my own and, and doing what I love. Um, and so, yeah, so I started that, um, I left, um, marketing, um, in December of 2016, okay. January of 2017 is kind of when I say that CK creation started. Okay. Very cool. You've got that entrepreneurial drive in you. Thank you. <laughs> not a whole I'll take people, it as a compliment. Yeah. Not a whole <laughs> lot of people like have that. It, that's the thing mm-hmm. I love about small and local business owners is that everybody has that entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial drive where you love to just create and work on your time mm-hmm. and in your own space. Absolutely. Yeah. And that gets hard with, with clients and client relations and, you know, being bogged down by logistics. That's another like thing that people don't really realize when they're thinking about entrepreneurs. Like they see all the life of like glamour and, oh, she gets to work for herself. Oh, she gets to like create beautiful things. But like, there are so many moving parts there. Uh, you know, and I love, um, the Instagram reel, um, where they do full house and they show all the cast of characters for the entrepreneurs. Cause that's the absolute truth. Like, hi, I'm social media. Hi, I'm, I'm billing. Hi, I am CEO. Um, so just all these like hats that we wear all the time. And most of the time, that is what I love about it. Um, most of the time, I always say that I love what I love most about my job is that I get to wake up every day and every day is a new day. Yeah, absolutely. Monday, yeah, Monday I was, um, I was at a, I was at the community dinner for a styled shoot that we had worked on for weddings. Um, earlier this week, I was in talks with a new branding project um, coming to Morgan Street Food Hall. Can't really disclose what's going there yet, but something exciting is happening. Um, and today I'm, I'm having coffee with you and talking with you. So it's just, it's, it's really beautiful. There are a lot of really beautiful parts to being an entrepreneur as well. Yeah, absolutely. And so for all of your products and on your website, you do prints, you have stickers, keychains, magnets, you have these beautiful watercolors, you do a lot with weddings one of the things that I love is your support small NCTs that you have brought, you know, you have restocked of now again, um, Mm -hmm. you have turned these things into very customizable, very like bright, very happy, but it also represents North Carolina. Um, Mm -hmm. are you like, what does it feel like to bring that North Carolina spirit to your products? That's a great question. So I'm actually a Raleigh local. I was born and raised in Raleigh, um, North Carolina, Raleigh has definitely always been home to me. And I grew up less than 10 minutes from downtown. Um, and I got to kind of really watch Raleigh grow up. The only time that I wasn't living here, there were two times I weren't, I wasn't living here. Um, we moved to Zebulon, which is only, you know, uh, so I think that was my end of, it was going, I was going into, um, high school. Um, like finishing middle school, going to high school. And um, we moved out there for four years. And then I was like, I'm coming right back here for school. <laughs> um, I was not happy to leave. But um, and the second time when I studied abroad, I lived in Italy for two months, which was really cool. Um, which I would 
absolutely live in Europe again, 100%. Um, and, but Raleigh has been such a home to me and it's, it's so amazing. It's like all the things that I have always wanted Raleigh to be, it's becoming all of the things that, um, are important to me and that I'm passionate about local businesses, um, supporting local artists, makers, um, uh, this community of people surrounding and supporting local, um, you know, all these really cool, um, restaurants and eateries popping up. Um, you know, also I grew I like, I'm so anti-chain. I really, you know, I think, and I think it's because I know how hard, um, that small businesses work for everything that they have. And, and so it just makes it, I, I'm trying to support local, you know, not at least 90% of the time. Um, because I just really understand the value of that. And so for me, um, it was a no brainer creating these, um, locally themed, locally inspired products. Um, because I knew that they, that I was passionate about my city and, and where I live in my place. And I knew that, that everybody else was passionate about it as well. And I, and I, I think it was almost like I, I put it on people. I was like, I want you to be passionate about where you are and where you live. And, um, and then also, you know, uh, yes, I have other, um, art pieces, um, that are inspired by various different things, but, um, another one of my mottos is design happy. Like I always like wanted it to be this, um, very bright, welcoming, loving, um, you know, exuding like color and fun and joy. Cause I want to bring like joy to people with my art. You know, that is definitely something that, um, I want to do at the end of the day. Um, so I always say that my art and design they're for everyone. And then I have, uh, you know, like a lot of artists have their catharsis, the things that they, the way like creatively that they kind of process feelings and emotions. And for me, that's music and poetry. Very cool. Very cool. Do you have a favorite out of your products that you love to design or make? Okay. So, okay. Specifically, do you mean like the type of product or do you mean like specifically my favorite thing to do out of all of my skills or like the products that are already out on the market um you know like the North Carolina stuff or something like that I feel like I want the answer to all three now that you've dug it (laughs) I feel like I'm like like, I'm really interested in what this answer yeah I'm like I see your answer and I raise you three answers um Well, I kind of already answered the first, uh, I think that was the second one, but it doesn't matter. I kind of already answered the second one, which was like, I love the answer to what do I love designing Yeah, is I love getting to design different things yeah. every day. I love getting to do different aspects because it keeps me creative. Yeah. So if I were to just do, if I were just to do branding, um, I love branding. Okay. I think it is so cool. And I am so into the idea of culminating and creating and working and collaborating with a person to create like a specific vibe and feeling and emotion and evoke that out of their clients or their demographic or whatever mission that they're focused on. I love teaming up with them and being the forefront and getting to create that visual narrative for their story. So at the end of the day, end all be all, my favorite thing to do with anything is storytelling because I believe that storytelling is a very vital part of art and design. And, but that's, I mean, that at the end of the day, also like branding is so fun, but I love getting to do illustration. I love getting to work with my hands and do watercolor. Um, I love 
being able to like paint a mural. I love, you know, there's so many aspects to it. I always say that creativity um, is like, is this thing and all these other skills are just the vessels yeah. to get there. Um, so creativity is what I love to do, but I love to explore them in all these different vessels. Um, but if I have, a, if I had to say like, what is my favorite product? I would probably say like, it's any new product. Yeah. Um, whenever I get a new product in the mail, whenever I, whenever I take it from designing it on my iPad, yeah. um, to then seeing a proof of it, to then seeing it physically tangibly in my hands, that's my favorite part. And so I think it's always the new products that I come out with that I'm always most excited about because I've seen it. I, I love watching it go from art to product. Um, and just talking full circle here, um, I think that was something that I really loved about the Sharpie shoes yeah. was because it was, it was a ready-made art product and it was also custom. So that's something that has something that always has always been a part of the CK Creations business model is how can we service clients? Um, how can we service multiple different types of clients? Um, whether it be someone just picking up a beautiful art piece, a locally inspired art piece, someone getting a custom artwork, watercolor, whatever it is, illustration, whatever it is that they need for what they're working on, whether it be, you know, or they're gifting or they're uh, getting married or they're starting a business. We want to be involved in an art and design way in every aspect of their life. Yeah. So that's, that's really like the business model is that we want people to keep coming back to us for whatever it is that they need and think of us first as, as their one-stop design shop. Yeah. I love having, um, another Raleigh native. It's not, it's there aren't too many people around here who are like true Raleigh natives who live here their entire it's life. True. So I it's love true. having another Raleigh native to talk to. Um, being in Raleigh, I think is incredible because there are so many small and local businesses that are open, especially in downtown Raleigh, but also all over the triangle. Being a part of this community, what has it been like for you? I have been really fortunate to feel like I was kind of on this trailblazing side. I was on the side and as hard as it was, like I was telling you earlier before we got started, the ups and downs and learning things and navigating um, and figuring it out and, you know, um, juggling like finances and all that stuff. It's so, it was so worth it for me because now I'm, you know, I was a part of the first kind of the first round of makers, the first round of design and local businesses and all of that, that um, kind of, I, I want to say like kind of started the snowball. Yeah. Um, so I'm really fortunate for that because I feel like my connections, I've, I'm feel very, very blessed for the connections I have um, now and the relationships that I've formed um, in the, in the community, but in general, the community of people, um, specifically the maker community is so fun yeah. because they're, and I, I found this out really early on. I have a mentor um, that I, unofficial mentor, um, she owns Windblown Jewelry. Yeah. And her name's, her name's Rachel. And I look up to her so much because I, I always say that like, it doesn't matter what it is that you create or what it is that you do. Um, especially if you're a small business, but if you're a maker, it's going to be, a, you're going to lead a similar life, um, to your other fellow makers, but you can learn so much from them because they're all kind of doing the same thing. They're all trailblazing and finding their way and figuring out and making it work. And it's 
oftentimes by the seat of their pants and um, it's a lot of fun. And so my favorite thing about the maker community is like finding camaraderie with them, finding camaraderie with this alternative lifestyle that I live um, versus a typical nine to five. So, and then also being completely inspired by them. So I, another really big important thing to me is collaboration. I always derive inspiration from the people that I work with, whether it be a client or a maker. So I'm always itching and looking for ways to um, collaborate with other people and kind of think outside the box. And I'm fortunate enough that they are always for it. You yeah. know, um, my maker friends are always like, okay, Kristen, like, let's go down this, you know, <laughs> let's go down this rabbit hole yeah. with you. Let's explore this, this idea. Um, and I get to do a lot of really fun projects and I'm just really thankful for the support of the community that we have. Um, everyone is here to support each other. And another thing that I really love um, is like when we're at markets, um, you know, we'll give each other discounts or we'll even, um, you know, swap products back and forth. And that's really fun because you get to not only like, you know, have your product out there and have exposure, but you get to try all these different new products and support local. Yeah. And, um, you know, you get to really put your money where your mouth is. Um, and one of my favorite statistics that I always tell people at markets is that 70% of the money that you spend locally will go right back into the community. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what I love is that when I, when I'm on Instagram and I follow a bunch of, um, a bunch of accounts like yourself and uh, other mm -hmm. creators and makers is that I'll see, other I'll see everybody tag each other and everybody trying each mm -hmm. other's products and it's so mm -hmm. cool that it creates this chain where you're like okay I can go here and get this and I can go here and get this so it's mm -hmm. so cool just to see it all come to fruition really yeah so really quickly actually I just remembered these are local these are um a clay jewelry uh artist and her name her name is oh shoot Caitlin <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that is other thing everyone knows each other in the business that's why I told you like at the start like everyone knows each other in the business as their business name yes. and their Instagram handle like we don't say like each other's names even at markets like they'll be like CK is over there like they'll just say like yeah and they just short they shorten it because that that is my those are my initials um but even it actually started in marketing like people in marketing would just call me CK and they wouldn't call me like Kristen so when I hear Kristen I'm like oh, like I'm in trouble, you know, <laughs> or there was somebody very close to me that's calling my name. Um, but um, they, um, anyways, so like shop Bofem, like we just call her Bofem. Like we're like, oh, like get Bofem to do this, blah, blah, blah. Um, And so immediately I was going to say her, I was going to say her business name first. Um, and then I was like, wait, let me think of her actual name. <laughs> um, but her business name is X's and O's. Okay. So she, she actually makes, jewelry like makes earrings inspired by like people's exes so she names them after the name yes it's so funny so she names them yeah after people's exes which is really funny that is awesome yeah. um what is your like your dream goal do you want to have a storefront do you, how do you want to operate in the future um that is a great question storefront yes let's let's do that yeah um my uh, merch collection and um, incorporating um, my line of products into um, local stores. Very so 
we are actually up to five stores now cool. locally um, in different capacities. And we can talk about kind of yeah. the different um, structures and how that works. Yeah. Uh, and, but big stores. So I know that I just talked all about how lo- how important local is, right. but an ultimate dream of mine would be to partner with anthropology to, cool. you know, be the rifle paper company of Raleigh to be able to take my art collections and put them into fabrics, put them into, I don't know, a partner with Joanna Gaines, like do a whole like print collection with Joanna Gaines and, um, you know, ultimately like get into target. Like that would be something that would be really, really cool and amazing for me. Another, another, it's funny because you know, that we're getting to do this and I'm really excited about this because another really big goal of mine um, since high school has always been to do continue public speaking engagements. Yeah. So this is public speaking on a small level. We're talking one-on-one, but you know, how many people are going to view this? We don't know. Yeah. Um, it could pop off, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, I, I was design council president. I was student body president in high school and I was design council president in college, which was really cool. And I got to do the commencement speech, um, Very for cool. two years in a row at the, um, at their graduation. So that was like 5,000 people. Yeah. It was a significant amount. Now we would look at that and be like, oh my gosh, like COVID, like, I can't believe that there were that many people in the room. Um, but I would love to continue to, um, to mentor, um, other entrepreneurs to continue to work with, um, other makers and small businesses in the area, or even, you know, um, whoever's watching, (laughs) you know, you know, it could be someone in, it could be someone in Alaska, who knows? Um, so I'd love to continue the mentorship process. I would love to, um, do public speaking engagements, sit on panels, um, you know, uh, the sky's the limit for sure. Um, but just get to a place, um, where I'm creating streams of passive income. Um, and, and I will always continue designing and I'll probably always continue to create custom work for people, but, um, just getting to a place where I can, take the day off or I can start my family. Um, and just having that, I mean, everyone wants like financial peace and security. So. Yes. And when you say join the gains, I like got goosebumps. One of my like bucket list things and huge manifestation is to be able to talk to her and chip and kind of like be able to sit down with them and talk to them just because what an incredible minds those two are together. Yeah. And it's, I and mean, they have, yeah, they have like they are the like primo uno uh entrepreneur couple. Um, but what I love about it is that they are so low key about it. I mean, like I love their story and how basically they were just sitting on their farm yeah. and someone came up to them and said, Hey, we wanna, you know, we wanna do this story. Um so I, that they are a prime example too of just like how far you can take like entrepreneurship, how far you can take a brand, um, how many things you can do with a brand. Um and just like you said, like, if you allow yourself to, to do that and move forward, then like, it will happen for you. Yeah, absolutely. And they've, I mean, such an, I don't want to say empire because once again, they are so humble about it. It's not an empire to them. It's a, it's a community. They would say it's a community, right? but they've created that the Magnolia network now, and they're having so many different creators and people who are on there that you can go watch them 
but they're also on YouTube and you watch it and they're like, Joanna's wearing jeans and chacos every day. And I'm like, that is ultimate, <laughs> like just chill. And you are loving the life that you are leading. And I think that's right. so important for all, of, for all of us to come. So it's so important. Um, there's something else I was going to say that I thought of when you were talking and I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. yeah about about they, her. Yeah. They're, they're incredible. And uh, I, I, oh, I, I, go ahead. I know what it was. I was just going to, okay. So on a small scale level, um, a local goal that I have has always been to design a can for trophy. Oh yeah. (laughs) I got close last year. Um, I did that local, um, sketch series on my Instagram and we were in, we were in talks a little bit for, um, for the thank you, a thank you card. So they haven't moved forward with the thank you card yet, but, um, I definitely think it would be something I could revisit with them. Um, and you know, and, and that was another, another reason. I mean, it was only because of COVID. That was the only reason why everyone was on that same level, um, which is why I started the, um, the small business sketch series was to continue to support these local businesses that really needed us during that time. I love that. I love that. And I think that'd be so cool to turn, especially with your vibe and how bright and like just energetic it would be. It'd be such a cool thing. I think we could take that direction with it. I also think we could just do a really like black and white, like sketch can, because I think that would be so artistic and so minimal. And you don't see a lot of just black and white sketch cans. Like you've, I mean, I don't like, so it'd be really cool to like, then take the trophy and then do like the sketch of like their, you know, anything like the, their brewery or, or all their locations and put it on there. And also, or also have it be like a very like locally inspired, um, you know, beer. Like I want to take it to that level where I have like almost a hand in like creating or just be on the, in the know or like, Hey, like we're coming out with this, like locally inspired. Um, they just did like a, I think a Dick's collaboration, but it was for a sour and they used local hops for the sour. Um, and so I would want to like be a part of something that was like local, just like that. I mean, they had, when they did their, I don't know if you, um, were attended their sunflower fest that they had, so yep. fun I oh my gosh I hope that comes back this year um but they did like a local like a uh, collaborative with uh Dick's Park because they're right there and they had um like a sunflower uh themed yeah. um beer and like that would have been I'm like man, like and I was like sitting at their brewery talking to the bartender being like I missed the bar on like I missed the mark on that <laughs> like where how do I get in on designing their sunflower can like I am so here for that yeah that'd be fantastic and it's so funny it's so funny while I was sitting here and we were talking about um your public speaking and how you want to do that and panels I'm sitting here and I don't know if you've ever heard of create and cultivate with Jack I was thinking I was actually thinking about them too yeah and she created this whole thing but it'd be so cool to do like a Raleigh version of it and have it just be a ton of local and set up um, a ton of booths and people to just come in and explore and walk around, but also have these panels with people like yourself and other makers and just kind of mm-hmm. really delve into, um, you know, what it's like in, in being a small and local business owner. I like that idea a lot, actually. The closest thing that I've attended that was like that locally, but it wasn't, it was a, it was a chain of, of, um, of events. It was um, the women's empowerment seminar. Okay. Okay. I think I attended that like right before COVID last year. Yeah. Um, 
or even it might have even been the year before um but it was like a it was it was it was a panel that they had invited some locals but the businesses that were attending or that were like boothed like I didn't recognize any of them except for one um uh plastic surgery like company that's in Raleigh so I totally agree like I think a partnership I I think like what you're saying like large scale a partnership where you can have these local makers having their booths and having their products and then but you can also talk to them and not even only on a selling level you can they'll sit on a panel and they'll tell you their story Um, because when you're in a market you only get so much time um, to be able to talk to each individual person and and it's you know that's your job your job is to talk to them and, and and tell them who you are in a short elevator pitch and so that they will want to engage with you and buy your product. Um, yeah. But you, you, there's only a specific amount of time that you can spend talking to a client because that other, there are going to be other people coming in, into right. your booth. Right. And what, and what I love and what I've learned a lot is that um, talking with more people like yourself, there are so many oh. people, there are so many different stories. And I think each story is super, super valuable and needs to be heard because in some level it speaks to other people that are out there. Your story mm-hmm. might connect with certain people. And then somebody at another owner might connect with somebody else. So I think it's so important right. just to be able to tell those stories. I agree. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate everything um, for today. And this has honestly been so fun to just sit down and chat um, and get to talk to you too as well. Yeah. And I thank you so much, Chris. I'll say CK. Thank you, CK, for being here. <laughs> I appreciate it yeah. so much. And all of um, CK stuff are gonna be, is going to be linked down below so you know where to find her and where to get some of her amazing products. Um, but as always, thank you guys. And I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for stopping by and listening to this episode of the conversation series podcast. We love having conversations here and whatever platform you are listening to this on, please rate and review. It makes a huge difference. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me at DL Clardy on Instagram and catch more behind the scenes of how we do these episodes of the conversation series. As always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.